Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Bachelors in the City. How we doing? How we feeling, huh? Vibes high. Dusty, where are you right now? You haven't been back in like a minute. I'm good. I'm back in good old Southern Illinois. I'll be back in New York for a little bit, Miana. And then... We are we are just missing each other. because I, I know. I'm not going to see you for a, a while, actually. Yeah, I'm going to <sighs> London, then to Paris, and south of France. Bonjour, comment ça va? Work on that French like uh, Mr. Jesse Palmer, huh? Come Pierre? back. Uh, Pierre, what, what a... You just went Je to Pierre. Uh, oui, oui. Uh, you said was Seahawk. I, I heard a Seahawk French I word. Heard, there? I said Seahawk. You just went to the training camp. So tell us a little bit about that. I did. That was awesome. That was a dream come true. I'd always wanted to do that. Got invited out. Went to check out Seahawks training camp. Got to see the facility out there on uh, in Renton, Washington. There on uh, on Lake Washington, and absolutely stunning. Really excited for the season two. I get going. Got a big QB battle going on right now. Got my uh, my boy Gino. I'm pulling for. Got to meet him there. I uh, actually signed this hat that I'm wearing right now. So uh, excited for uh, for Pete's week one. We got that, Russ coming back. He's never taken the hat off. I tell you that. Never taken it off. Week yeah, one, you good. guys are playing in Denver. Denver. Russell Wilson, our old quarterback, <laughs> coming back to town. The NFL has set up drama like The Bachelor, guys. <laughs> let me tell you. So it uh, it'll be good. I'm curious Very to see good. how the stadium's going to treat them. I know. It's going to be uh, interesting. I think they're going to give him a lot of love in the beginning to show respect. You have to. He brought us our first Super Bowl. The second that game starts, he's an enemy. Anybody that ever brings you a championship, you always have to show respect for. Or yeah. that, you can't, you can't that, boo that. No. You can boo you it during the game, but you got you to show respect. And I'm, yeah. I, listen, I'll always love Russ. So I know. That's it's going to be like tough me. to see him there. But well, anyways, enough football talk. <laughs> we have a special show for you guys today. We are doing a recap. You know, but we're not just doing it by ourselves. No, we're not. We've heard the people. The people have made their their desires known loud and clear. We have the hosts of She's All Batch, Stephanie and Jackie. They are coming on today to help us with our Bachelor breakdown. They've got some great takes, really good perspective. So we're super excited to get into it. So let's get into it real quick before we get into it. Have you seen She's All That? Uh, yeah. Oh my did, God. All did, right, let's get into did, it. Let's didn't go. Didn't we want, we, you showed me that, right? I did show you that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> great movie. Good great old movie. 90s rom-com. All right, let's get into it. All right, guys. Today we have a treat for you. We are joined by the lovely ladies, Jackie and Stephanie from She's All Batch to uh, help us recap this most recent episode. Welcome, ladies. Hi. Thank thank you you for having us. Of course. Of course. Stoked we could uh, do this crossover and, uh, and get it happening. I guess before we get into it, what are you guys thinking about this season so far? I love mess. Oh, I love a mess too. And I think we're like headed down that path that hopefully maybe we'll get something dramatic by the end. But I'm just liking it because it's so different from the other seasons that we've had in the past. Like we're finally seeing more drama than just like so-and-so's not here for the right reasons. Like we're doing this group date that we've seen a million times. And, and you know, like the formula of the show, we're kind of breaking that. And I'm finding that so refreshing. It's true. It's different drama. See, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of the two. Because I enjoy the drama, the tea, all that good stuff. Yeah. Peter's more of a, he loves love. And he's mm. like, it's just not the right formula to find love. And so, yeah. No, I, well, I don't know if the standard show is the right formula to find love either. That is true. But, true, yeah. true. true words. True words. I, I, this is a thing that stuck out to me this most recent episode in regards to being, like you guys said, it being different. I felt, so when they were doing, the, the two girls were doing their one-on-ones walking through Paris, 
I loved just like from an artistic standpoint, just as a viewer, the transitions from each date, they would just do this like nice romantic, you know, making crepes in a whatever, you know, food truck and then transition over to the next date. And they're, you know, laughing with the music going on like that. Obviously you don't get in another season where there's just one lead. I like that kind of feel. And that just, that stood out to me specifically on feel, but uh, yeah, this definitely is going to definitely have a lot of mess. And we already are seeing that again, though, I just, this, you know, however, I think we're at four episodes in now my heart goes out to this poor Rachel girl. It just seems like she's having the most miserable. And like, believe me, I've experienced shitty experiences on the show. And like, it's been stressful and all that. But she, from the very beginning, has just been rejected yeah. and just over and over and over again. And I can't even fathom that kind of, you know, you you watch it and you see, oh man, that, that must really suck. You know, this person said no to the rose and you feel bad. But truly like trying to put yourself in that position and have someone reject you with all these, everyone around you, everyone watching, knowing that national, you know, it's going to be a national TV, all of America is going to see it. Like that, no, no leads ever been really rejected like that so much. And so I, man, I really hope this works out for her just because of everything she's going through to hopefully find what she's, uh, what she's after. But yeah. So let's get into it then. Let's get into the tea. Let's start from the beginning. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So the episode starts with the guys in the mansion. And there was a conversation that was had with, I, we should call him Joe Negative Point Two. Yeah. <laughs> Joe mixed with Josh Peck. That's what I keep yeah. saying. He looks like. Yes. No. I can see that. Yeah. One thing, first of all, guys should never say these things, period, mm. about anyone. But also, if you are... Don't be a dumbass and say it on national television. Like, come on, these you're being recorded all time. Someone can always hear you. There's always a camera on you. I don't. I but don't also, know. don't keep saying that you said I said the word "rough around the edges" when that is literally four words. And he said that so many times over and over in these little moments where they're kind of capturing him candidly talking to other people. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Yeah, I just said the word rough around the edges," and it's like. That's more than one word. Yeah. So he was sounding dumb on a lot of different levels there. I think, yeah, he he unfortunately is having some issues with just recollection from the past. And then when things mm-hmm. are being brought up to him in real time and it sucks, like you've seen this a couple times, you know, in, in previous seasons where they have like that, it kind of goes to almost like the gray footage of like the flashback from the secret camera that's catching the exact yeah. conversation of him saying exactly what he's being accused of. And so it's obviously like a horrible look when he's just straight up denying it. But yeah, I... I, I just, for the life of me, don't get, you know, I know you go on the show for the first time and you don't truly know what to expect and how it's going to be, but how you think it's a good idea when you literally have a mic attached to your body from the second you wake up until the second you go to sleep. I don't know how people continue to get themselves in trouble like this and say these ridiculous comments that are obviously being used against them and for entertainment later on. But will you guys tell us though, do you never. forget when no, the mic is on? Like, cause it's on we, all day. Like, no. We, like we, we were just, we, me and Peter were having like innocent chats and stuff where we were talking about, yeah, man, we should hang out. We should go to some festivals. And we were just saying this, but even like saying that stuff, we were like, we had this like thing where we'd always like mic. tap. Yeah. We try to like disrupt tap the, it to kind of, yeah. The audio. And oh, that's like what Brandon was doing in paradise when he was like talking about followers and Instagram and stuff. He kept like scratching at his mic, but did not work. I remember, all. I remember Pete one time put a, uh, a cup <laughs> glass. <Yeah>. A cup. <laughs> he did was that like, work? He was I, like I, this. <laughs> I don't know, but there, see, like, I guess this just to, to answer your question, like, and to prove my point, I just was like, I knew that everything that I, any was anything anyone was going to say or do could be you know used like kind, kind of against, against you in a way. So I was always like cognizant of that, and uh, 
Yeah, I remember like the audio guys would get really pissed at me though, because apparently like that makes a huge echo in their ear and they're constantly wearing these headphones listening to the audio to make sure it's it's coming through clear. So they didn't like when I did That's that so too funny. much. But apparently it doesn't work though, because yeah, they uh, they still got You're like pissed at his producer, <laughs> so you like screech into your mic right? to yeah. like, piss them off. No, it's um like, <gasps> yeah, the tricks of the trade. All right. So uh Jesse walks in and it is time to do a little bit of travel. And they're going mm-hmm. to the city of love to it Paris. Is. First off, how did you guys know that Jesse was like fluent in French? No, I was actually very impressed. That by, was shocking, um, right? Wow. Yeah. But do you think he practiced just those few sentences? Oh, or for do you sure. think he actually knows? Yes. I think he just had you someone come so? in and give him but lines good, and he had But to he had a good accent. I know? kind of believe that he really yeah. knew French. I'm sure so he's authentic. known a little bit, but I think they probably pepped him up a lot. But I think he knew. <laughs> I think he knows. So we should ask him. I don't know. Yeah, because there, there, there was a couple times where you, he, he was speaking him. in French and he had the accent. So I was impressed. At first, I thought it was just like a, a one-liner, but who knows? Anyways, very appropriate. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they jet off to Paris. A little bit different this time where they have two guys actually leave uh, separately from the group to go meet the ladies for a one-on-one. The two lucky guys are Tino and Jason. How are we feeling about Mr. Tino and Mr. Jason? Front runners. Sure. Did you th- did you think that about so Tino? I agree. Did you think that about Jason before the date? Stephanie did. Stephanie called it. So yeah. So Jackie and I have a YouTube video out about spoiler predictions, specifically for Gabby. And this it came out before Jason got the date, and I predicted it was going to be Jason. Wow. And I still stand strong on that because I have so many reasons. People have been searching his name in Google Trends, like on Google. You could look up on Google Trends what people search. And on like episode two, when Jason doesn't even get airtime, his name would be like a breakout search. And I'm like, well, why are people searching for him? Clearly, it's because his name has leaked. And I don't know. We don't actually know for sure. I'm not I don't know if you spoil on this on this show. But um, it was suspicious to me why people were so interested in him before there was a reason, because Mm -hmm. now you could search for him. He had the date, you know him a little bit more, but when he got no airtime, why do people care? So that was kind of a red flag to me. So that's kind of made, made me feel like Yeah, he I goes didn't even know who he was. I, I didn't until, either. I truly, mm-hmm. I think I just maybe watched. Saw, him, yeah. saw him once or remembered him once, but he was, yeah, kind of a new guy. you guys think as people have been on the show because I was kind of comparing the Jason situation to kind of how we saw with Clayton and Susie I feel like Clayton and Susie had a connection from the beginning but they edited it in a way where we weren't as focused on that we were seeing some of Clayton's other connections like with Rachel and stuff so then when he was ending up with Susie it was was a surprise and I think they were trying to make us feel that it was more of a surprise have you guys felt that they do that maybe either on your seasons or in other sh- seasons that you've watched when you've like spoken to the people who have actually been on it you know i would say it's almost consistent throughout throughout i i would say like yeah. i don't think they would have this like they're not burying yeah. someone in the editing only to bring them out later cuz that's how, how i felt they acted with Susie, in my opinion but I mean, Catherine on Sean's season, you didn't see Catherine yeah. until like yeah. episode six. And they didn't want her to be too much of a front runner. And then she wins and everyone's like, what? Yeah. I, specifically for me, I don't feel like like that was necessarily done on, on my specific experience, but I was I, I was bringing up Catherine as well. I remember that like I didn't even know who she was until like halfway through the season. Then, you know, obviously you see they probably did that. So there could be more, you know, suspense and, and entertainment. But 
Why, you guys think that possibly could be the case with Jason? For sure, because I don't even remember seeing him. Maybe we did see it, but it was just like unremarkable that I didn't really take any notes. But I never saw him like get out of the limo or like have a first interaction with Gabby. Like, did you? I, I don't no. remember seeing him ever. I never saw him before in my life till I this episode. I yeah, I don't remember him either. But I really like how they're doing this because I think they need to show love to the guys that aren't necessarily comfortable in front of the cameras, but still are yeah. good people. Mm-hmm. And sure. I think they've done a bad job of doing that in the past. And I... I <laughs> are you speaking from experience? Yeah, from? yeah, I am because it's so crazy. <laughs> I, I thought I, I thought going on the show, I was going to be A-OK, but something about the lights and the producers always in your ear, just trying to... It just really put me in a shell. And I could see the same with this guy. He's not, he's yeah. he's very uncomfortable with the whole situation. But that doesn't mean he's not a good person and he still can't get a yeah. connection. The with way Gabby. he was and describing I, his experience in the beginning and the anxiety and not sleeping for three days and not being able to eat, I literally had the exact same feelings for the first week when we were on. And it was like just yeah. to to a T. So yeah, I definitely appreciate just how honest and you know, upfront he is about how uncomfortable it is for mm-hmm. him. But he's obviously, you know giving it his best shot. I thought it was super cool, you know, him bringing up you know, all the therapy that he's kind of gone through and in a lot of different aspects of his life, how it's like really benefit, it benefited him. And uh, and him and Gabby obviously were able to connect on that on a pretty deep level. I, I think for sh- like in the beginning, I was like, oh man, this is, I don't think this is going to go well. Like I don't see, like he's obviously a quiet guy, man, a few words. I was, you know, Gabby kept saying that over and over. But I, I didn't have very much confidence that, that date was going to go well in the beginning. And man, was I like, I was proven wrong. Mm. I thought he freaking killed it, knocked it out of the park. True, true connection, I think, was formed yeah. on that date there in Paris. And she says to Rachel, yes. I'm in love. Yeah. When she bathroom. when they go into the little coffee shop and they pretend to go to the bathroom. Yeah. She's like, how's it going? She's Those like, are big words in Bachelor is she being Land serious? especially. <laughs> is she being serious? Or is Jason she just all like- the way. But if she wasn't serious, she would say, like, I'm falling in love or I'm thinking about falling in love like to say I'm in love right off the bat on this show I feel like it's a huge deal yeah I think it was a way that girls talk to each other I don't think it was a real proclamation of like she's actually in love but like if like I met a hot guy you know (laughs) when I was not married and I was like oh my god I'm in love like you would say it like that you know, I don't know if she's really in love at this point, but I think she's definitely, definitely I think Jason about is falling a front runner for sure. I could sure. see him being a front runner too. I see it yes. for sure now. And he looks like Eric. Yes. Uh, on, uh, actually, yeah, he's also on Gabby's team or. Yeah. Yeah. And they look yes. a lot alike. They do. I actually uh, mixed them up at one point. What about Tino now? What do we feel about him? Tino, is that how you say it? Tino, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's guaranteed front runner. I, in, I, we're not spoiled, like Stephanie said, but I think Rachel picks him. I just think it's so obvious that the way she feels about him versus everyone else is like leaps and bounds beyond. And you know what? That's why I think they're focusing. Well, they're focusing mm-hmm. on the drama because it's ABC and that's what they do. But I think they're focusing so much on Rachel's drama because if they focused on mm-hmm. her connections, it would be so ridiculously obvious that it's Tino good that it wouldn't point. be interesting. So they that's can't very, get too very, much very to Tino because yeah. it would be boring. Yeah, I really don't see anyone else that's on his level in regards that you can see how Rachel gushes about him. I don't, I think, who, who was the guy that had, they had the nice, it was a cute date where they went to the movies. It was a story like of the two of them, Zach. I, Zach, I, yeah. I, I like Zach. I think Zach. he's a great guy, I, but I don't see, I thought it was a good date, but seeing this date with Tino, I, I really don't think he stands a chance to or, you know, mm-hmm. say the chance against Tino in regards to ending up with her in the end. But yeah, obviously I, I related there with uh, with Rachel and telling about her career and the difficulties. One thing that I don't get to experience, you know, that that I, or, you know, I haven't 
faced in my uh, career with adversity is being a woman in aviation and how that actually is a lot more difficult than being a, a man and being a pilot. There are a lot of sacrifices that you have to give up there, but I thought Tino handled it perfectly and, you know, very supportive and you can see that he really means it when, you know, he talks about how he loves the passion that she shares for her career and how much that means to him. Do you know Tino watched your season, Hannah's season? Because like an old video of him, he shared an old video of himself saying that Tyler should have won over Jed, like recently. And he said, like, oh, this was me just oh, a few years ago. And, no and it was people were sharing it. So he like, yeah. So it's interesting for someone that was such a fan to wow. yeah. potentially go all the there. way. Okay. So do you think that everything's yeah. legit here with him? I do. I think I'm not right. saying just because you're a fan doesn't mean you could be serious. But I thought it was interesting that he's like, people said like, oh, he's the next Tyler Cameron in the sense of yeah. like, he's beloved in the, in the franchise. And I think that's interesting that if people are comparing him to him, he literally had a video out on social media saying, I love Tyler Cameron, like he should have won, blah, blah, blah. Taking the, uh, the TC roadmap uh, for Bachelor success. Mm-hmm. Wait, one more thing about Rachel being a pilot. I don't know like your relationship status, but did you ever have any interest in her given the fact that you're a pilot too? I was asked about that. So the producers are trying to get me to go to paradise and they they – she was the one that they kept bringing up. Obviously, it was before she was chosen to be the Bachelorette for obvious reasons. You know, obviously, the career aspect, definitely, you know, we vibe like crazy on that and share the same passion. I, I don't know direct interest. I don't think so. But yeah, definitely love, though, uh, her okay. promoting aviation, especially because, you know, in a, such a male-dominated field, it's, uh, it's cool to get that love for yeah. women out there. All right. So yeah. they get the roses, stellar dates. Moving on, the guys now join them in France. Jesse speaking more French, absolutely killing it. <laughs> they have a yes, uh, they have a sweet life Great of job, the Bachelorette on deck version going on here, where they're going to go live on a cruise ship and travel all around Europe. That I was kind of jealous when I saw that. That looked like a freaking awesome time. <laughs> the, the cruise ship is very funny to me because it's so large for like a handful <laughs> of cast people and and production people, and then it's just like this big empty ship, and I. I just, it's crazy. <laughs> I really wish they made more use of the cruise ship too, because I don't know if everyone here has been on a cruise, but when you go on a cruise, there's like like cool shows going on and there's fun pool parties and there's like the buffet with all these people. And like, I was kind of oh, hoping that like people. Joe Schmo and his family were going to be on the cruise <laughs> and like Gabby and Rachel were going to be at the buffet like next to them. But instead it's, we don't really get to see the cruise. It's really so, like, yeah, sailing I, hotel. It's kind of like, kind of. The, yeah. so you know, I did hear it. something about the cruise ship. Yeah, I think a lot of uh, yeah. the people that work for the cruise ship were getting COVID. And so they had to really oh, keep it no. like locked down and not let any of the guys out or anything like that. So I think that might be a reason why they didn't have um, too much going on. The like boat. more stuff. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I did think there was a, a, a man chat. chat. I know that they call it yeah. on the show when they make you guys purposely <laughs> talk. Guy chat. Okay. Sorry, man chat. And when the the guys were all sitting and they like were pointing out the amenities of their suite and they're like, yeah, we got a balcony over there. We could sit over there on that chair. We're like, we get it guys. It's a, ho it's a hotel suite. It's not that crazy. Like go walk us around the That's cruise. Right. I want to go see. Those are always fun, cool funny moments slide. when you get, you get to a new location, you got to show off the hotel and like, all right, run in with all this excitement. Go, someone jump on the bed. Yeah. Someone go look out the window like you've never looked out a window before. And it's just like, all right, we got to do it another time. More energy, more energy. And it's just like, <laughs> this is so weird. But yeah. And yeah, it's not what people think. You know, you're like, oh man, you got to travel around it is the biggest like tease ever because you go to these extravagant places. But it's honestly, it's like, like probably work. You're, you're there just for what's going to be shown on, on TV. You don't get to really explore anything else. 
90% of your time there, you're going to be in your hotel room. So it's, it's like a yeah. huge Hit, Hitting your mic, annoying all the sound guys. That's, that's what we yeah. did. <laughs> all right. So uh, Gabby's group date, boxing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mean Rachel's you're, group date? Because she basically took over the oh, date is they what say people that? are saying right. on Twitter. I would. See, I, I, people I hate, are being very I hate that hard on her. Rachel. I hate that on the her. internet, and I feel really bad because I don't think she's I like know. purposely trying to take over anything or steal away from what's supposed to be Gabby's group date. She's allowed to she did be it. emotional and feel upset. Like I, I don't it, get it. Yeah, she didn't steal anything away. She was sitting there mm-hmm. by herself patiently. Yeah, when she left, she just if anything she said added she something felt. to the date because otherwise, like I don't need to see another group date that's like boxing or fighting or whatever it was they were doing like we've seen that a hundred times right this at least was something different so yeah. it's refreshing i was shocked no was- that they gave clayton love for the first time this season and rachel rachel actually does it yeah. and she she says clayton did more to make her feel wanted than any of the guys currently are i i wasn't cool with all like the bashing with Clay. i just didn't think that was necessary it was like cheap blows and yeah you know ultimately he's happy you know he, he found love and is in a great relationship so i i hate that they're kind of like hating on him for that but it's kind of cool yeah. now to see uh, it flipped and uh, Rachel giving the love. thought that said a lot. Yeah. I also think she didn't have to be there. I felt uh, my take is that the producers are kind of setting Rachel up for this drama. It's, I don't think it's Rachel's fault that there was focus on her. Obviously, producers have an agenda. And to have her sit next to Gabby and have all the guys talk about how great Gabby is and have Rachel sit there. For all we know, the producers are like, all right, guys, yeah. like really focus on the game We or the game, whatever, the match. The boxing match, like focus on the match. We want you to look really excited. And then Rachel's sitting over there like, why isn't anyone looking at me? And it's kind of like setting her up to feel a certain way. And then you go over to Rachel's like armpit smelling date and Gabby didn't have to go and sit and watch that. So why did Rachel have to go and sit and watch Gabby's date only to feel bad? That's why I feel like she was like kind of stealing focus, not as not on her, but on like... They are taking advantage of her like no other right now. They know exactly how to push all of her buttons, what makes yeah. her tick. And, yeah. you know, it's it's unfortunate. And I, and I, because I remember from my experience on the show, and I think she's probably going through a little bit of this too, is you, if you go through the first time, the first season, and you get like a, you have a good experience, good at it, you know, people really don't mess with you. You gain this trust. You develop this trust now with production. You think that everyone's on your side. Everyone truly wants the best for you. And, you know, they got your back. And it's almost a false sense of security now if you go on and you do another season where probably it's not going to be the same way. And I think you're seeing a little bit of that right now with Rachel potentially having too much trust in, in production and all that and them kind of unfortunately taking advantage of it. But it's creating drama. And that's you know, that's what they're there for. Did you not think that was the weirdest date, though, with Rachel on her group date? Oh, so weird. We hated it. <laughs> what What was that? Oh, yeah. Spelling so armpits awkward. and flirting, but the flirting was, da- was dancing. It, it, yeah, it's... Going back to the kind of like comparison of Gabby's date versus Rachel's date, I feel like they're continuing to kind of like prod her a little bit and her insecurities because they're putting her in these dates that also make these guys look undesirable and like like kind of like dorky and doing like silly things versus like Gabby's date. They're putting in a position where all these guys are getting up and saying all these wonderful things about Gabby. So I feel like they see this little crack of insecurity in Rachel and they're just like finding little reasons to hit it more and break it open even more. Because I don't know if the the insecurity is necessarily like 
totally real. Like she does have guys that are really interested in her and she does have a lot of good connections, but they're just kind of messing with her head, you know? hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. I just want to know what producer thought this was a good idea. Like this girl's crying every single day oh, saying God. she's miserable. And then you give her a date where she has to smell everyone's armpits mm-hmm. and like awkwardly flirt yeah, with people. <laughs> While you're in, like in France where it's like, so- Like we couldn't think of anything So much else. romance and yeah. like there's just- there's Like so the many least other romantic be, thing you can ew, do yeah. on a date. <laughs> And it was awkward yeah, seeing those people just make out. Like they have little, Yeah, with their, with their fists? Why? Yeah, that was I, I don't yeah. understand. Well, the people. Yeah, well, oh, all oh, of it. yeah oh. but the people. The, <laughs> the people you want. Oh, no, in. I think you meant the people. Yeah, that was right? just the, cringy. The people. It's... If you guys were on that group date and they said, Peter, Dustin, go <sighs> make out with your hand, would you just say no? I don't no? know what I would, I would say done. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, yeah, I don't think there was anything They're that. like, well, for Hannah Brown. That I like said no to, like that we were trying to do like a for like a crazy out there date or anything. So I probably would have had fun with it. And I mean, at that point, you kind of realize how kind of ridiculous it is. You just have to kind of like own it. But it was, there was just something about it. I think the way they were editing it too, again, to try to just create this theme around Rachel of, you know, dysfunction or just drama mm-hmm. or a roller coaster of emotions. But just like the, it was so awkward them trying to go dance with her, like in the beginning, it just like the whole field was just very cringy. And I'm like, oh, this poor girl just can't catch a break, even in Paris. But I did like, though, it did have a slight turn for the better there with Tyler. Tyler started to stand out to me, and I still think that Tino is the front runner for her, but I just got a really good energy off of him and believed everything that he was saying. I think you could see Rachel was definitely feeling it with him as well. Obviously, it was perfect that he'd already written that kind of love letter to her. But I think, yeah, Tino and and, uh, Tyler for sure are my top two for her. Tyler gives me some like top six energy. Really? Maximum. <laughs> yeah. Even that one on one didn't do it for you? No, it did. Like, I think she likes him. I just don't think she likes him enough. I've seen, like, I comparing that to like Tino, but also Zach too. I think they, ha- they had the movie date, I think it was last week or the week prior. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I was, I think she was more so like appeasing Tyler because he was being so sweet and so cute, but I don't know if she's really like that into him. Okay. I kind of, I'm kind of confused. What's going on with the Avon guy? Like he, I, I thought agree. he was going to be like killing it because he came off so smooth mm-hmm. the first night, but yeah. they haven't been really showing Watch anything him with be him. a Sean Lowe, Catherine type situation. True. Yeah. I think yeah. Avon's coming. I think next he's, week he's we're going to really be <laughs> Good things from him. All right. So moving on to yeah. <laughs> the cocktail party. We were just talking. We had a, another guest on or just before this. And we were talking about this situation with Hayden and with his dog. And so first off, like I'm I have, I'm very, very close to my dog. He's my mm-hmm. best friend as well. Like I totally was resonating with him and I totally feel it. I don't think I've ever seen on the show them bring up an animal like this. Like usually it's like a loved one, like a human or whatnot. But so I actually, it was definitely different. Appreciated it. But then it just took such a turn and got so, just so weird. And, and I, I actually could see almost what Hayden was saying in regards to how Rachel was responding to him. I, I kind of felt that too. I thought she was a little abrupt and leaving and he was, you know, trying to open up and say something that obviously meant a lot to him. But did you guys not think that was just such, such an odd feel? Yes, it was odd. I, I feel like there's a lot of levels to this situation because on one hand, I also have a dog as well. I love my dog more than anything, but I think 
there's a part of being a dog owner is like understanding that no one in the world is going to love your dog and like have you. the same feeling towards it like you do. Yeah. But I do I do think Rachel was a bit dismissive when he was kind of sharing that stuff, but that's because Tino showed up and right. you know, we know how she feels about Tino. So it was like, all right, thank you. Goodbye. Right. Gonna go talk to Tino now. But then I'm kind of confused though, because he was picture he was kind of positioning this of like, this is how serious I am about this situation because I'm leaving my dog who's literally dying because I care about you so much. But then we saw earlier in the episode, he's going on and on about how he doesn't like Rachel and doesn't like Gabby and his ex couldn't hold a candle to them that and so all true. of this stuff. So it felt kind of like a manipulative a little bit because what what's the truth in this situation, you know? He came in. He came in. He came in swinging for the dog love. That's what he came in for. Yeah, like, but it I, felt ingenuine because, like, very ungenuine. You left your dog for a girl you don't even like. Yeah. And you took his stuffed animal. <laughs> Why would you take his one source of comfort? <laughs> My dog's dying. Like, uh, I took his yeah, let favorite me take toy. His one favorite thing in the world and bring it on this cruise. Again, with me. this like, is <laughs> adding to me such a weird feel, weird conversation to bring up. But yes, you, weird. You're right. I. I was almost like my heart was going out to him until you just. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> it doesn't like. That's so sad to think about. His poor dog's like finally missing his favorite toy. He took his dog's favorite toy. He let he left him for what could be two months, and he took his toy with him. Like that's horrible. I know, and like, where is the dog? Who's watching him? It's, is there uh, even a dog, guys? What? I don't know. Like this wow. guy. If yeah. there's this not guy. a dog, no, I, I wouldn't take. My- <laughs> no, there is a dog. People have done stalking, and he's talked about it on his Instagram. You know what? Someone pulled up an old Instagram from like 2021, and it said, "Don't worry, Ramble. I'll never leave uh. you." I think it was oh, when he was man. originally like going yeah. through chemo or something, and everyone, ever, of course, everyone finds that Instagram, and they're like, "You not I only did that. you leave him, because I really feel like, yeah, he's doing all this, bringing his dog into the situation, but we do have the recordings of him saying he's actually what the girls don't stand, like they don't compare at all, like a candle yeah. or whatever, to his ex. It's like, bro, how can you say that when you're like literally using yeah. your dog as the reason why? That, I didn't like that. Shoot. And then he Good kind point. of went to blame Rachel of like, oh, well, you were dismissive of me when I was bringing up the dog. Like, I was trying to be so vulnerable. But it, were you? Like, I, I don't really know what he was um, trying to do. I think if it comes up organically in like conversation, like my dog, like, oh, yeah, yeah, my dog. You know, just let it Wait, come we- up organically. He had a whole scrapbook. He had photos he and everything. He yeah. did. Oh, man. I got tears, guys. That was funny. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> Off subject, it's kind of funny. When I went on the show, can you guess who watched my dog? <laughs> I don't know. Your mom. Nathaniel. It was Nate. It was Nathaniel. Nate. Nate. Nate watched my dog for over a month when I was gone on the show. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Good friend. Oh, was it? Me and Nate grew up together. Oh, I didn't know that. Huh. Funny story. So when I was doing my, uh, when I was getting ready to go on the show and they were doing my, uh, what's it called, Pete? Your like, uh, intro package. Intro package, yeah. Nate was with me and helping out. And it's like, they were like, I could see the focus going straight to Nate. They they had an eye on Nate for a while. They've actually been trying to get Nate on the show for probably the last three years. Wait, is this Nate Michelle's Nate or Nate that's no currently on the season right now? On the season right now. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know. There's lots of Nates. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, good guy. He watched my dogs. So. Yeah, no, we we like him a lot too. I think he's a big front runner with Gabby as well. Yeah, I well, this is my thing. I feel like... I feel like yeah, Nate, <laughs> I don't know nothing. Mm. <laughs> well, he would know. This is how I'm seeing it. I see Nate is saying everything correctly. He's being with her. He's giving her attention. He's making her feel validated. And it's kind of like she's just keeping him in like the back pocket. Kind of like, oh, well, I know I have Nate. Nate's doing everything right, but I kind of want to 
I don't, I don't know. How do I say this? Like she's getting very upset with other guys and everything, but you have Nate that's doing everything for you. And I, I don't know. Who do you think, I don't she's, think she's into, into Nate. more? Nate or what's his, uh, Justin? Eric or, oh, just, oh, Jason. Jason. Justin? Jason. J- the guy from this last one-on-one, the Shire guy? Yeah, yeah. I think she likes Jason. him more. I was about to say, as much as I think Nate is a huge front runner, I do think he may get his heart broken There's way as, like, more top romance. two, top three situation. Like he's going to go far, but I don't know if I see it as being like number one. For sure. Aw. Mm-mm. That's, I see it too. No, Nate is friend yeah. zone to me. I don't think she's leaving. I, and he he's doing everything right. He's like the, the epitome of nice guys finish last. I think he can go on to be The Bachelor. But I don't think that there is that romance spark on Gabby's side with him. And I don't think Gabby's leaving yes. her moments with Nate and going to Rachel and saying, oh, my God, I'm in love. Like she did with Jason. I feel like there's that romance right. spark with Justin Jason. Justin is very quiet there over there. He's like, yeah, he texted me about it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin's I like, nothing. I know, I I haven't seen Gabby at his house. So at the when he when he uh, finished up with everything, and we didn't we didn't get any. I don't know if you had. <clears> there's no then, way that's true. We didn't want to get all the details, and uh, yeah. still keeping it a secret. I guess we'll find out. But Nate gets the first, first rose <laughs> at the uh, at the rose ceremony. So still uh, still a front runner. We have this little drama situation start to brew, where the viewers now are like, okay. You totally know who's going to be the last person to be offered the rose on Rachel's side, and it's Logan. And Logan now is having a change of heart. He's talking to Jesse mm-hmm. about how... And listen, I actually... I, I'm interested in what your guys' take is, but I, I really don't think that Logan's doing anything wrong except for the very last bit of actually accepting the rose at the end. I think that obviously was like disingenuous and is going to get him in a lot of trouble. But up until that point, what he was saying about he had, you know, in the very beginning had a couple conversations with Gabby and then that was it, never had another chance. And then he just was, he got called up by Rachel when they were at that next rose ceremony in the mansion. He said yes to the rose. Like, I I can't blame the guy for maybe having these feelings of, shoot, am I with the right person? Like, you know, what what do you guys agree or... or not a fan of what he's doing. No, I don't I don't blame him at all. And I wouldn't put it past producers to tell him you're canceling the rose ceremony, just accept Rachel's rose, and then next week you can talk to Gabby about it. And then but they're setting him up to fail because now everyone's gonna hate him next week when he they say, Why did you I accept Rachel's rose boy. if you wanted Period. Gabby and you're, I, that's and you're rejecting I Rachel? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, do you? Listen to our most recent podcast. Yeah, we go into some I'm on Logan. Oh, like fuckboy TikTok, like all my TikToks come, that come up on my for you page are about girls talking about Logan. But one of I our listeners okay. wrote in to yeah. me and said that I'm sure he's not. But you know that, what? That that he sucks, was- and that's that's unfortunate. But I just think specifically with this show, though, he we've talked about too, like with it being two bachelorettes, you know, what's acceptable with how long can a person kind of like be in the middle and and still be pursuing both? And I I I stand by this. I think that. You know, yes, there's the lead and they're the bachelorettes and they were chosen for that, but it's still just as much these other mm-hmm. guys, you know, love story too, potentially. And so like they have rights, if you will, as well. And like they can change their mind or they can take a little extra time. Yeah. And but like you said, I think there's a good chance probably production did that with him and said, Okay, you're gonna talk to her. You just gotta accept this rose to get on to the next week. Yeah. And they knew what they were doing in that regard. Yeah, I don't think I don't really blame him for, you know, having a conflicting feeling and, and flip-flopping. Mm-hmm. I just think in the way he's doing it, he's just kind of ruining his chances with both and will probably he'll 
probably be short-lived after that because, you know, Rachel's not going to want to date him if he's kind of interested in pursuing something with Gabby. But I don't think Gabby likes him to begin with because she didn't pick him to be exactly. on her side. So it's just kind of like... He should just go home. Yeah, exactly. In my opinion, he should just go yeah. home. Wasn't, and I wasn't think- he though, wasn't he, he was on the date that they had like a small group of guys go to their villa and... Gabby was like a little bit like, you know, it's not worth it. I'm not going to fight, you know, Rachel on this one. Oh, I'm going to let yeah, her yeah. have him. Was that him? Yeah. Right. There was, I guess, a little bit of interest there from Gabby initially. Yeah. Yes, that was because he made out with both of them. But she let him have him. So you can't, as a friend, let your friend have him and then take him back when he switches around. Well, she clearly didn't feel strongly like, no, enough about him because she did let Rachel kind of go for it. She didn't feel that it was worth kind of like it's over. pursuing further. Yeah. Yeah, they both liked him at one point, and, and well, then I think Gabby he, was like, you know what? He, he should have made a decision, like if who he was really feeling. Like this, I, I hate to say it, but he, he's not the bachelor, you know? So he has to decide which one he's going to pursue. And you can't just keep on going back and forth, I feel like. He's, it's not his yeah. show. So Yeah, I, I will say, I, I hear you guys on that, but I do think, I rem- from what I remember, maybe it's not 100% clear, but I think... Because Rachel was having a rough go even from the very beginning. And like Nate had just gone on that one-on-one with Gabby and it was a stellar date. She was, you know, killing it, feeling very high about this whole experience. And Rachel was like in the dump. So from what I remember, mm-hmm. it was like Gabby was like just being like a homie there. She's like, listen, you, you, you've had a rough go. Take, you know, easier is kind of thing. So that's yeah. why I can kind of maybe see here if, if Gabby wants to give it a second chance, it's possibly acceptable. But I guess he does, from the previews, yeah. it shows that he does totally. come back. And apparently Gabby says yes, uh, at least to like another week there, because you see him kind of joining the next group here and causing some uh, chaos. Yeah, but he's going. No, no. I, I mean, I don't see, yeah, I don't think he compares with the uh, other two guys. Uh, I would say are her. He's not lasting. So. Like he's not, you think he's going to go another week after that? We're about to. It's about to be, the shit is about to hit the fan, and then we all know it's coming, and it's like, oh my gosh. It's great drama, though. So, I'm here just, for I it. Could see, I, I could see it doing a flip-flop here in regards to drama. I could see it now. Rachel's going <laughs> to arrive, I think, a lot more with less men there. Obviously, like everyone there is going to mm-hmm. be wanting to be there. They're going to accept her roses, and I think you're going to see... Gabby start to probably have a little bit more drama with just really getting invested in a lot of these men. Obviously, all these men, you know, most of these men are very invested in her. So I think there's a chance to see a little flip-flop there. So they're playing this out as much as they can on Rachel's side right now while they still can. Yeah, I totally agree. All right. uh, Predictions. Predictions for the end. Do they uh, end up with anybody? Single? One does, one doesn't? Totally. I think Gabby, I'm not as certain about. I see... um, a handful of front runners, but I, I also do wonder too. I'm like, is Gabby engaged? Is she, could she potentially be with no one? I, I like to think she's engaged as well, but as far as who it's going to be, I think there's like three guys up there that could be potential. I think they're going to get engaged. I don't personally, I think they're both in relationships right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll last for the year. Yeah. Well, <laughs> shocker. Would you look at that? It's almost yeah. like the process doesn't work, guys. You, I don't think this is the solid foundation setting up a yeah. Can you believe it? I missed that. I no, I, I watched it this morning. What did you actually. guys think about oh, Jesse? Jesse's um, does your man live in a van by the river? Screw him and go sign up. We for don't the, see any yeah. commercials. You didn't yeah. see that? 
oh, well, you're missing out. Yeah. There's, they do the Bachelor, like, sign up to apply to be on The Bachelor, <laughs> oh, and it's Jesse. Right. And you he got said, a good point there. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we've heard of these commercials. They're uh, aggressively trying to recruit people here for the show. But always people who already have boyfriends, I'm noticing. It's always, like, dump your boyfriend and come on the show. Where are the single I people? <laughs> it looks like they're trying to get some early drama in. I, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm kind of surprised right. that they're even – I think this is just all entertainment – what they're doing because I don't think they have an issue getting girls to sign up for the bachelorette. I think so many girls are like dying to sign up. So I think this is just funny entertainment for them. Oh no. All right. Question for you guys as viewers watching this show, why do you believe that? Cause you said, you know, you're like, Oh, it's almost like this process doesn't work for long-term marriages coming off the show. What do you think is the reason? Because there have been a couple, and I and trust me, I'm the first like to all call a spade a spade. And, you know, I'm very upfront that, yeah, the show, it's, very unlikely for it to work long-term, and I get mm-hmm. that. But there are, you know, spe- uh, specifically uh, Sean and, and Catherine. Why is it that you think you, you have seen a couple relationships actually last long-term in such a madness-type scenario as a viewer? I think it's luck. And Chris Soules actually told us that. Yeah, like when it's the right person, it's the right person, regardless yeah. of how you meet them. The show does not really set you up for a great foundation, but I think those couples that have managed to succeed have just been like the the exception, not the rule and been able yeah. to kind of work through it and be- are better on the other side. But th- obviously that's not likely. The ones that have persevered, like even Catherine and Sean have said like in their first year, they, they had issues. They almost broke up. Jojo and Jordan almost yeah. broke up. A lot of them have spoken out. I, I would say for any couple that comes off, I think you need to go to therapy right away. Even if you think you're sure. good, I think you need to go right away just because you're just in a very unnatural circumstance and now you're about to be in the real world and it's still about to be unnatural. You're going to have all these people that are so invested in you and having their opinions on you and interested in you. I think therapy is the key. Did they offer that, Peter? When yeah, you but it left was, the show? we broke up so, so quickly after, like obviously as a viewer, what you're watching is not in real time and it's months delayed, but it was, well, I mean, we but broke you did up at so first. quickly right after. So there was almost like no chance for that, but they offer everyone therapy. When you leave the show, you know, they'll have you, they'll check you out with someone. And if you feel like you need any help, they're, they're there to help. So what are you guys thinking uh, in regards to future seasons? Do you like this format with two or you want to go back to one? I like it with two. I'd like to see two bachelors. I think that's just the natural progression of what they're doing here, you know, make it equal on the other side. But yeah. I like it. I, th- I think it's finally something new. And I have been right, yeah. feeling fatigued with the show because it's just been the same formula over and over, especially with the, the COVID seasons that we had. It was like back to back to back to back. We got no break. So I'm I'm into something fresh. Mm-hmm. So I've been liking it. Well, good stuff, like guys. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I'm here for like the new type of drama, not this person's not here for the right reasons. I'm going to go approach them and ask them why they're here. Like it's, this is actually new, fresh, different drama and the franchise really needed that. So I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm look real quick before we head out. I look forward to them just raising the age a little bit more. I would like to see minimum thirties, just people in their thirties on the show. I well, think that's what I was going to say too when Peter was asking oh, why does it work with some people and I think a lot age. of people are not ready. Like these yeah. are really young people going on the show for other reasons. So yeah, age I think would make a huge difference in the success rate. Because wait, they were thinking about Michael, right? For The Bachelor last time before. Michael A? Yeah. Or uh, yeah. And I, I love that because he was a father and you were going to get, you know, I, I'm assuming they would get w- women that were ready to become a stepmom, you know? And so, yeah, I they're think not going to bring a 23 year old in to possibly go into that kind of role. 
I was like, or was it? <laughs> uh, you're right. Don't put it past him. But yeah. But, well, with that plan there, you could potentially see if Nate doesn't end up with Gabby. They probably would, though, still. Situation. So that's true. Yeah. He does have a. We shall see. Well, I don't know nothing. Even if we did, we couldn't say anything. But no, guys, thanks so much for coming on. This has uh, been a blast. Yeah, thank you. Curious to see how this all ends. Yeah, until next week, I guess. Bachelor is in the City is hosted by me, Peter Weber. And me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red Rock Music. Our producer is Emma Martins, and our executive producer is Red Yoakum. Our audio engineer is Enrique Inahosa. Subscribe and like or review wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the show on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcast. Got questions for us about the show, life, or really whatever? DM at Bachelors in the City Podcast on Instagram for a chance to be a featured third roommate. We'll catch you next time.